welcome back to another episode of Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. Do you know what I want to do every time you like introduce our podcast? What do you want to do? Like, I, I feel like we need a theme song. I want, to like, I want to start singing like, as long as we got each other, we got the world spinning right in our Is that from like Growing Pains? No, Family Ties? No, it's Which gr- one is that? Is that Growing Pains? I don't know. That's Family Ties. Shalala. No. That's not it? No, that is... Uh, oh, yeah. I bet we've been together yeah. for a million years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Family okay, Ties. Okay, so that was Growing Pains that you just did. Yeah, You're yeah. so weird, but... I don't, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, know why that popped into my head. I just always like wish we had a theme song. I know that's super cheese, but... Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. What about the, the one episode where we both... Uh, just automatically said the Life same authentic. <laughs> <laughs> and then we laughed at ourselves because it was so stupid i mean it is how we really act though so, i mean either you like us or you oh don't oh my gosh no kidding that is a good point because we're gonna be talking about getting real today yes we are we're gonna be talking about real versus fake we've been talking about this a lot like just in general we've been gossiping about people no i'm just kidding <laughs> we haven't but we have been talking about this because it is we tired of it <laughs> yes it's annoying yeah. and it's also sad because like there's no reason to have to be fake well being real is how you truly connect with people too and that's i feel like you're just so much more isolated when you're kind of an imposter in your own life yeah that's that's a good way to put it, an imposter in your own life. You know, and I mean, I'll be the first to say, I have been fake in my life before. Oh, me too. Like, especially in my younger years, I I've, I feel like I, I tried to, like, be a certain way because I wanted people to like me or I thought that's how I was supposed to be or to, like, try to fit in or whatever. And I'm sure everybody does that to a certain extent, maybe, especially when they're younger because you're kind of trying to find yourself. But, um you know, it's just not, it's not fun. Like you can't really, I feel like you can't really enjoy your life and really be, well, I mean, first of all, you're not being true to yourself. Right. Right. You're just not, you're just, you're being fake. But I mean, I've been guilty of it. Yeah. I've done it um, to be liked. Yeah. You know, I've always wanted yeah. to be liked. I mean, I still want to be liked, but now I realize that being me I can be likable. <laughs> well, yeah, because the people who are, to me, I'm a firm believer, the people who are supposed to be in your life and like you and love you are going to like and love you for your true authentic self mm-hmm. and not somebody you're pretending or trying to be. Mm-hmm. The good parts, the bad parts, like they're going to love you for who you are. Yeah. Yeah, I love the people that you don't have to hide any parts of yourself from. Me too. Those are the best relationships. So it's kind of a quality over quantity thing because, yeah, you can have a lot of friends and you can have a lot of people that accept you and love you because there's certain parts of you that you have to hide or you have to be an imposter completely. Right. But how wonderful is that? To have relationships where you don't have to hide any parts of yourself. You can just be who you really are. Yeah, that's the best. Well, I think that's why personal development is so important to you and me. Mm -hmm. Because, like, there's a way to be your, your, your real self and your true self without being a jerk. 
<laughs> and without yeah. being just a rank person, yeah. because you always personal development. What I was going to say, why it's so important is because we want to be our true, our authentic selves, but we want to be the best version of that. Mm-hmm. And personal development helps you identify who you really are, but then helps you strengthen the good parts of you and work on the parts that are maybe not so good. Yeah, because being who you really are helps you recognize if there are parts of you that you don't like yeah you know how can you ever work really truly work on yourself if you don't let all of those parts show so yeah sometimes if you're authentic you may be an authentic jerk Mm -hmm. and you may have to work on that right but that's the only way to really get there yeah that's a good point yeah well and you just said something about like you were faking your younger life because you wanted to be liked Mm -hmm. you know but did you like yourself no. You know, I no. mean, you have to start by learning to like and love yourself. Well, and you know, fakeness to me comes from a deep place of insecurity. Mm-hmm. And that was just me being insecure because, um, you know, if me needing to be liked so much that I wanted to be someone else, how insecure is that? Well, because you feared that if you really were who you really were, nobody would that, like me. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, yeah, you're right. It comes from a place of insecurity and not being like proud enough or brave enough of, you know, or proud enough of yourself Mm -hmm. and brave enough to be who you really are. Yeah. Or maybe like, you know, maybe people sometimes are, are fake because they don't like who they are behind closed doors. I think a good place to start with that type of thing is who am I being over here when I go home, when (laughs) nobody's watching like Jay Shetty said something one time that I loved. I don't know that it was necessarily on on this particular subject that he was talking about, but he said basically how to get in touch with your, your inner self, I think, is more of what he was talking about. But who are you when you're alone in your house by yourself? Yeah. Are you exercising or sitting on the couch eating chips? Are you mm-hmm. thinking bad thoughts about people or thinking good thoughts about people? Yeah. And I've loved that because I was like, yeah, so many times you're one way on the outside. You may be on the outside saying, I work out all the time. Mm -hmm. I eat salads. I love everybody. And then you may go home and eat cheeseburgers and Mm -hmm. think bad thoughts about people. So I just really liked that little example of like, yeah, who are you when nobody's watching? (laughs) Yeah, That's a really good way, though, too, to know. If you're being fake or real. There have been times when I have gone home and eaten cheeseburgers and had bad thoughts about people, though. So, I mean, but hey, I'm telling you about it. (laughs) When you just said that, I was like, I feel synced. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure I have, too. I'm sure I have, too. I'm just talking about who you are. Yeah. On an everyday basis. Right, right. I mean, that's not something I do all the time, yeah. but I have, I've done that at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> I love a good cheeseburger, and I know I have thought bad thoughts about people before. But again, personal development, yeah. you know, it's all part of the process. You know, none of us are going to be perfect all the time and think all the perfect thoughts and be uh, this perfect version of ourselves. But that is the reality of it, and that is like, okay, because that is the real parts of you. We have we have the parts of us that are really good, and then we have the parts of us that are not so good. Yeah, and who ha- who set the standard of everybody has to be perfect all the time? That is just not real life. That is not human. That is not, I mean, everyone knows that everyone isn't happy all the time. Right. 
I mean, we love our spouses, but we have fights with our spouses. We love our children, but sometimes we want to run far away from them. Right. You know, there's there's everyone, I think, deep down knows this. <laughs> yeah. But there's like this this unattainable standard to look perfect and be perfect and be pleasing and be agreeable and all these things. Don't you feel like, though, like when we are brave enough to be who we really are and not just show the good sides of ourselves and like, hey, we've got it all together. My life is perfect. My relationship is perfect. Look at everything I'm doing that's good in the world. Like, do you feel like that really helps anybody? No, we just had a conversation. We just had a conversation with um, a trainer friend of ours. And he's like, you know, when you're not brave enough to be who you really are and to show the parts of you that are not so perfect, like you're not you're not helping anybody. If you're just trying to be perfect all the time and try to pretend like you're perfect, like that doesn't help anybody. Because they look at you and they're like, oh, I'm never going to be able to be unattainable. Like that. I'll just give yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it's true. True. It's through being who you really are mm-hmm. that you help people because you say, hey, I don't always have it together. Hey, you should have seen my life two years ago, mm-hmm. or you should have seen the relationship I was in, mm-hmm. or you should have seen, you know, I made a joke the other day, Steve and I just celebrated um, an, at our first anniversary of being married. Um, but y'all been together forever. We've been together for like 12 yeah. years, except the one time that we broke up. And I told you, you know, we have a great relationship now, but it's because we have worked really hard on it. Mm-hmm. You know, we broke up at one point and like I, I was convinced I hated him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, life is messy. Life is not perfect, but that's just how it is. And you work through those those times to like get to the point where life is not so messy and life is good and life is happy. Yeah. But you know, the, the thing is though, like about you saying that and being real about that, how many other people do you think are out there <laughs> well, yeah. that have broken up and gotten back together or mm-hmm. gone through their messiness? Right. You know, how, how relatable is that? And that could make that person feel less alone just because you're being real. I think yeah. that's a really good thing with being real too, is that, we can make others feel less alone and less isolated in their messiness. Yeah. Because life is messy. Yes. And no matter how you want to wrap it up, you know, it's 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 going to be that way at one time or another. Well, and I think that's why it's important to learn to be vulnerable and open. Mm-hmm. Because being vulnerable is very hard a lot of times. Like we don't, <laughs> it's easy to share like all the good stuff mm-hmm. and to tell all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not so easy to say, you know, I struggle with this, or I'm not mm-hmm. good at this, or I'm having a hard time in my relationship, or I feel like I suck as a parent, you know, opening up though, and telling that giving up like that vulnerable side of yourself is, is so important to just kind of let that be. And to be honest mm-hmm. with yourself, first of all, but be honest with others, because you do, like you said, somebody might, you you may open up to someone and tell them that, and it may be just what they need to hear because they're like, oh, well, I'm not a total screw up or Mm -hmm. no, I'm not alone. There are other people like me. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't have to be perfect. You know, we're (laughs) like, we're human. It's okay. Yeah. Being vulnerable is something, you know, this, that I've struggled with a lot. And I finally, had to come out of that but one of my things with being vulnerable is I didn't want to be seen as as being weak like I had to be tough I had to be strong all the time and I'm not tough and I'm not strong all the time I'm just tough to people to like to their face Mm -hmm. and 
eventually you helped me with this a lot because you said like, like it's brave to be vulnerable. And I, I had to ask myself the question, why, who said I had to be strong all the time? <laughs> yeah. Like, why am I trying to be strong all the time for mm-hmm. everybody? Yeah. And that is, is, as soon as I was able to open up and be vulnerable, it was so freeing because that was me being who I am. Yeah. And it's, there's so much freedom in that. There's so much freedom in the, the real parts of yourself. And when you just let all of that, all of that go yes. and just say, yeah, I'm not strong all the time. I cry in my bathtub. Right. You know, <laughs> like, you yeah. know it's, it's, yeah. it's just, you know, sometimes I feel like we, get caught up in that. And if you stop and be like, why? Who did somebody say I had to be that way? You know? So I just thought of this funny episode of Friends. You know, I know you and I have watched that show since it first came on. And and I've seen it. I've seen every episode 10,000 times. And still will laugh at it every (laughs) time. I still Uh laugh because to me, you know, some people don't like my friend April. She's like, that is the dumbest show. I don't think it's funny. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? How can you not think that show is funny? But some people don't like it. But I think it's hilarious. But you were just, when you just said that, it made me think of an episode where they're in a museum. So like Ross works at a museum. Joey starts working at this museum. But Mm -hmm. because Ross is a doctor and Joey is just has a job as like um, the tour person that leads the people around. Oh, yeah. I know this. Like they can't sit together at a table. Mm -hmm. And so they finally decide they're going to be brave and they're going to stand up and be like, this is who we really are. And like, we're on the same page together. And they're, they're like, I'm Joey. And I, and I don't know anything about dinosaurs. And you know, Ross is like, I've been divorced and I'm this. Then then the girl at the other table stands up and she says, and I'm Rhonda and these are not real. (laughs) And that still makes me laugh because everybody's like, Oh, okay. But it's just, it's just, you know, it just reminds Reminded me that's like a good example of like she just let it all hang it out. It brings Literally, people like, together real. and everybody yeah. was brought together. Everybody by that. was yeah. happy. So yeah, it's so important to like just be real. You don't have to be that real if you don't want to, but <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, vulnerability is is a big part of being real. And sometimes that's the reason people aren't who they really are because they don't they don't like that feeling of being vulnerable. And sometimes it is just because people want to appear perfect all the time you know they just want to look perfect they want to you know be the one that's got it all figured out and got it all together yeah and so they just paint that happy picture for everyone well yeah and and to me that's again it just kind of comes from a place of insecurity because when you kind of accept that you are not perfect and you don't have to be perfect and you don't have to have it together all the time Mm -hmm. and nobody has it together 24 Mm seven, like when you just realize that and just come to the truth and like allow yourself to be like in that reality. Yeah. Then like you said earlier, it gives you a certain amount of freedom. And to me, someone who's still in that place of trying to, portray their perfection to everyone else is still struggling with something within themselves. Yeah, that must be really sad to, you know, put that out there to the world or on social media or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then go home to something and live inside a body and within a world that you're, you know, that's not, you know, that's not real. Yeah, it doesn't align with what you're actually 
putting out there for people to see. Yeah, and I think the longer you're like that, though, too, the more, the harder it probably is to get back to a place of, of realness. Yeah, because I feel like the, the longer you stay in that place, then it is harder because you've you've slowly built more and more and more of this facade. image mm-hmm. and this facade that is not true reality. So it's kind of like a person... <clears throat> excuse me it's like a person who lies a lot Mm -hmm. like you know they tell one lie and then they tell another lie to cover up and then another lie to cover up for that lie Mm -hmm. and so before you know it it gets harder and harder for them to tell the truth because they've built this whole wall of lies Mm -hmm. and i think it's the same way with like being fake yeah and you know i did this post just pretty recently about how I watched this video and and it really resonated with me because a, a few few short years ago I really started to understand the difference in being kind and being nice mm-hmm. and I think this kind of goes hand in hand with the being fake and being real because I was making the point that yeah obviously I know some people are genuinely nice and I don't want to say that being nice is fake it's not but I was just making a comparison about you know, having somebody be really nice to your face mm-hmm. and then say terrible things behind your back and you Ugh. know they don't like you. And yeah. and it's like the kind thing to, to do would have been just to be real with that person because mm-hmm. sometimes being being real is being kind. Right. It's better than putting up that facade. It's better than lying to that person. Or maybe somebody's got bad behavior. And if you're just like, it's okay, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. The yeah. right thing to do to that person, the real thing to do, the kind thing to do is to say, your behavior is not okay. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to be ugly. Because I also hate when people use, like, they're real and that's just how they are. So they can be rude and mean to people. Right. That's not That's mean. not okay. But, you know, being real can still be kind. Yeah. You know, you you can be real, you can be honest, you can be upfront with people, you can say how you feel, and it can still be kind. And in my opinion, it's a lot better than just being fake nice. Well, it is because when you're kind and you're tactful and you're honest, Mm -hmm. why are you doing that? Because you want to help that person, right? If Mm -hmm. If you're acting like a total jerk or you're doing something that I see is not good you're not being a good person Mm -hmm. or you're doing something that i see later down the road and get like is going to hurt you or hurt your relationship or hurt your life or you know then then if i come to you in a kind tactful way and i'm honest with you about that and point that out i'm doing that because i care about you and i want to help you if i just look at you and say oh it's okay yeah Okay, Beth, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really care about you. No. I'm not really doing anything to help you. I'm, I'm actually making it worse because I'm just reinforcing your bad behavior. I mean, not that you're doing anything. I'm just you say. <laughs> no, I see what you're saying, though. Yeah, you know, and, and sometimes people do get accused of not being a good person when they're straightforward because it's something people don't want to hear sometimes. Right. And I mean, I've had that happen to me when I've, I'll be honest about someone or to someone and they won't like it. So they'll be like, I'm offended. That's rude. Right. And in all reality, like I walked away feeling like, oh, you know, man, I feel bad now. Yeah. But I was really just trying to be honest and be upfront. And that's why I think it, it's, it's so 
important to know that difference between nice and kind and real and fake because you don't have to you don't have to feel bad for just being real obviously if you do it in a nice way right in a a kind way well and you have to be smart enough to say you're on the other end of that Mm -hmm. say you're coming to me and saying you know christy you're not doing the right thing here or i see you making a mistake like i have to be smart enough and developed enough as a person to look at you and realize that yeah, it might hurt a little bit or it might sting, mm-hmm. even if you are doing it in a kind way. Because if you're pointing out something, you're being honest, but it's something that maybe it's bad behavior on my part. Mm-hmm. Like I'd need to be smart enough to realize that you are doing that in a kind way and because you love me and care about me. And it's not a personal attack, you know, because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, um, if someone is honest to them, even if it is in a kind way, it's easy for them to feel like they're being attacked. Yeah. And so you can't, you have to realize that it's not a personal attack. Mm -hmm. It's just because someone cares about you and is trying to point you in a different direction because they do care about you. Yeah. And the people that know you and love you, you know, they are, hopefully they, they have your best interest in mind. Right. And they are doing that from a place of love and not just a place of, of, of meanness and rudeness. But yeah, it's. And it's, it's so much better just to be honest, to be upfront, to be real, because it, it just brings us all together. Well, this is why, too, that you have to make sure that your decisions and your actions actually align with your values and your beliefs. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we talk about um, words versus actions a lot. Mm-hmm. But it again, when you are authentically yourself, then... Your, your words and your actions are going to line up with your values and your belief. Mm-hmm. You're not going to say and act one way to this person and then go over here to this other person and be totally different, mm-hmm. you know? And I, and I find myself checking myself a lot, too, um, to make sure that, wait a minute, am, am I just being this specific way in this area of my life? And then if I was around my husband, is he going to be like, that's not who you really are or that's not how you really act? You know, I constantly mm-hmm. try to do a check and balance with myself mm-hmm. to make sure that I am living in my authentic self. Yeah, it's like when we started this podcast, remember, we talked about this extensively that we wouldn't want to be on this podcast, which we named Life Authentic for a reason. Right. We wouldn't want to record these episodes and then go get around our best friends or our family and them go like, that's not how you act. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, you know, I know we're a little bit goofy and we're awkward and we're whatever we are, but that's just who we are. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to always live that and I always want to be that because that, again, I said it before, but it's so freeing and it and it makes me so much happier just to embrace all of those things about myself and about us and that we're not perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So let's rewind for a minute. That reminds me like, so when we first started, what is now Christy and Beth, Mm -hmm. which is a blog, we're all about, you know, personal development, inspiration, living your authentic life. So, you know, we started a business years ago. I think it was back in 2016 is when we actually first started the business. Does that sound Mm -hmm. right? And it started out as a social media and and web business. And we wanted to do something together. You know, we've always been entrepreneurs. So we, we, long story short, we started that business together. And 
but we had something else like tugging at us and like, we're like, you know, what we really want to do is like, we want to help people. And so we slowly started to transition into that type of, of, of business mm-hmm. and that type of a thing. And even when we kind of transitioned into that, do you remember that we would talk about it? And like when we first started into that, we, we tried to be more like, excuse me, I really have a frog in my throat today. We tried to kind of fit into what we thought people wanted to hear. Yeah, like we were like things that were trending and things that were popular and and relevant. Not that you don't want to be trendy and popular and relevant, but yeah, we were kind of trying to fit into a box. Yeah, and we slowly but surely worked our way out of that and came into who we really were more because we're like, you know... We don't want to just do what we think people want to hear mm-hmm. or what we think will be popular or mm-hmm. cool or, you know, what will make us, you know, Insta famous or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we we kind of slowly had really found the courage to just step into who we really are because we're like, no, we really want to put out there our true authentic selves, who God created us to be, who we have become as people, like the bad stuff we've been through. And we want to share those things because we really want to inspire and help other people. And mm-hmm. and we, we realized we're like, you know, the only way we're really going to do that and feel good about it in our soul mm-hmm. is if we are just who we are. And we just kind of lay it all out there. Well, and that's a good point because we had a lot of blockages and a lot of like things that I think held us back when we were trying to to do that other thing. Yeah. And I think that's a good point is for someone who is struggling to be authentic is to find that thing that you love and do that. Because, you know, first of all, it starts with finding what you love. Like we found like, okay, this is our place. Yeah. This is who yeah. we are. This is what we love. And things just flow and click. Right. And it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's just easy. But sometimes when you're not authentic, you don't even know what you love. You don't even know mm-hmm. what you, you like. So, you know, if somebody's struggling with that, I think it's a really good thing to really search within yourself and find out what you truly like. Yeah. And not what somebody else likes or what you think mm-hmm. others will like you to like. You know, some person might, their thing might be hanging off the side of cliffs. They might be yeah. climbing mountains and doing all of these things. You might like to sit at home and paint. Right. And that's okay. Both of those things are equally great and equally fantastic. So don't try to be that adrenaline junkie if you really find joy in this other thing. And the more I feel like you do that thing that you love, the more you can fall into who you are and really embrace you as a person. And I think that helps, um, you know, you get happy and excited and passionate about things you love. And then once you kind of get on that road, I think that can help spur you on to a more real and authentic life in other ways. I agree. You know, you kind of step into that, what a lot of people call the flow state. Mm -hmm. You know, you step into that flow state or you come into alignment. And Mm -hmm. I like both of those things because it's kind of like you just click like where you've been like a a square peg trying to fit into a round hole. Mm -hmm. When you finally step into your authentic self, then you get into that flow state and things just kind of open up and you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, this is what this is what I'm supposed to do. This is where I'm supposed to be. You know, I love um, Kathy Heller. Mm-hmm. Um, she does a podcast. Don't keep your day job. And 
I love her because she's very authentic and she just is who she is. And she's very inspiring to me. But, you know, I just listened to a a recent podcast that she did, and it was actually about podcasting. And she said, you know, a lot of people worry about like what they're supposed to talk about or how they're supposed to be on a podcast. And she said, who or who their audience is. They worry about like, who is our audience? Who's going to listen to this? And she said, you know, your audience is you. Don't don't worry about who that is because your audience is you. It's mm-hmm. you. It's the person mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. who is looking and listening for the things that you've been through or they're going through the things that you're going through. And like that's your audience is you and, and, and be who you really are. And don't be scared of that because the right people are out there for you. And yeah, I just I love, love that. that. I, I love, love that. that. Because that's so true. And the people, you know, like our podcast, it's not for everybody. No. But the people that are like us and are searching for that, mm-hmm. those that's our audience. And that's fine. I mean, I don't, you know, it, it's fine if you don't like this. Yeah. But if our audience are people like us, then, hey, I'm happy with that. You yeah. know, I love that. Well, and I firmly believe that when you are in that flow and in that alignment and in that authentic part of yourself, then the people are going to be drawn to you that are supposed to be Mm -hmm. like those people, the people who are supposed to be there for you. That's where the magic happens is in that authenticity in that place. That is where that's where I feel happiness, where I feel freedom. I feel you know, all of these things that I didn't at one point because I I wasn't in touch with who I was really supposed to be or I was putting up a facade. And it feels so good now to be able to be exactly who I am. Yeah. And, you know, stop worrying about being liked. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's kind of where it starts with a lot of people is they, they want to be liked and they want to be liked by everybody. And that's another thing. Everybody ain't going to like you. And that's <laughs> no, okay. That's right. That is okay if everybody doesn't like you and if you're not for everyone. But, you know, I'd rather have a few people that really like me and I really bond with than have a whole crowd that, you know, I'm pleasing. Right. Well, and, you know, that's where it kind of goes back to, like, learning to to listen to your inner voice, mm-hmm. that little small voice inside of you that kind of guides you when you are in that place of being authentic that says oh well no this doesn't feel exactly right or yes this feels exactly right you know and learning to listen to that little inner voice that guides you and realizing that like it's okay to disagree it's okay to have your own opinion it's okay to be who you really are like you said earlier you don't want to be who you are you don't want to use the excuse of being who you really are to be a jerk like well if who you are is a dirtbag then work on that you know what I mean but like like you've got to come to a place to realize I'm a a dirtbag you know you got to be real enough to realize that and definitely work on that but yeah definitely don't can you be a teenage (laughs) dirtbag have you seen that uh trending on tiktok that's what it reminds me I want to do it we need to find some pictures of us from when we were dirtbag baby who sang that I'm not sure but Mm. I could definitely put up some teenage dirtbag pictures oh my gosh (laughs) Oh, I could too. Uh, well, okay. I'm going to bring up another point too, okay. because social media can be super fake. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're struggling with a lot of fakeness, <laughs> um, 
maybe taking social media breaks and things like that, because if you feel like you're going down that rabbit hole of having to put up a facade and having to present the most perfect part of you all the time, and that's not really how, how it is, then I think for your, for your, you know, your mental health. And if you really want to pursue trying to find who you really are and break that cycle of, of the fakeness and being a shammer, then take a break from social media. Yeah. And, kind of do that without you know find find who you are without social media being involved in the for a while (laughs) yeah I agree because you know social media can be almost detrimental to some people because especially if they're really in a place of seeking approval like I, I feel like some people maybe gear their posts and gear their image towards trying to just get likes mm-hmm. or you know, because they need that, they're they're missing something within themselves, and so they feel like they need that to like make them feel better as a person or feel like they have approval. You know, and that's not that's not real approval, and that's not real love, and that's not real. That's not what it's about. So yeah, it can be social. While it can social media can be a great thing, a great tool, a wonderful place to get out information and inspiration and shared stories and pictures. It can also be really unhealthy for some people. And yeah, I agree. Like if you're in that place, maybe just take a break, step back and reconnect with yourself Mm -hmm. and like give yourself just a break to clear all of that out. Well, that makes me think of another point. It's something that hit me right in the face the other day, a couple of days ago. And that, uh, you know, teaching our, our kids that, being liked on social media like that's not where they need to find their validation i was sitting i posted this cute little video on tiktok of dax dancing in target yeah because the kid dances everywhere he goes and i just love that about him so i'll just video i have so many videos of him me just sitting videoing him because he just dances anywhere he is and he has no shame in it and i showed him like look dax i posted a video of you and the first thing he said, only got 10 likes. <gasps> Can you believe no, he's five? He he's five. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't think I, ha- I had to talk to him about this uh, at that age. But, you know, Dax is a little bit of an old soul and he kind of yeah. thinks on like a m- more mature, mature level sometimes. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I think I can go ahead and talk to him about that because good, good teaching moment. I had no idea. And, but I mean, it felt kind of like a knife in my chest Ugh. because, I mean, obviously he just said it in passing. Right. But I thought I'm going to have to have that talk to teach him that. It doesn't matter how many people like you on social media. Like right. that is not yeah. that is not where you yeah. need to get your validation from. But anyway, that just hit me when you said that and we were talking about social media because teach him about trolls too while you're <laughs> while you're teaching him that. <laughs> Go ahead and break him in. But you know, there's this whole you're talking about adults finding their validation there, but we got we got a whole generation coming up that that's what they care about is who likes this picture and oh this picture has to be a little more perfect or it has to look like I'm doing something a little more cool. Yeah. And I mean that's scary to me as a parent. Well and social media we know that it can be a, a tool that kids use to bully, not a tool, mm-hmm. a weapon mm-hmm. that kids use to bully other kids. I mean there have been so many 
kids who have actually committed suicide Mm -hmm. from being bullied from that. So yeah, it's really important to teach the kids like, look, social media is not real life. Yeah, it is not real life. And it doesn't matter about because it's easy for any of us to get caught up into the likes and the the comments and that, you know, because if you post like a say a nice picture of yourself and you get a lot of likes and comments like it makes you feel good. Right. It boosts your confidence. And you're like, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like it makes you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy to get caught up into that. But you just have to remind yourself and of course your kids like that's not what's yeah. more important is like real life and your interaction with with real people yeah. and and how you are as a person yeah uh I, i'm gonna have a more deeper conversation because when i thought about it i thought if he's old enough to think about that then he's old enough to have that conversation with and of course at the time i just said well i just put it up you know nobody's had a chance i mean really nobody gets on my tiktok much and that was the whole point but i think i'll dive into that a little bit more and just talk to him about that because i mean that really i was a little bit surprised at that yeah so yeah for for all age groups taking that break from social media and realizing that is not (laughs) that's not where you need to get your validation from well, and it's also easy to fall into that comparison trap with social mm-hmm. media, too. Um, like, well, that person gets more attention or, you know, or, or they're more liked than I am for all mm-hmm. ages. And so, yeah, you don't want to fall into that. You have to realize, too, that, you know, when, <laughs> like you said earlier, when you are really authentic and you are who you are, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Like, everybody's not going to like you, and that's okay. But, I mean, think about you. Do you like everybody? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you may try to love everybody, mm-hmm. but there are people I love, but I do not like. Yeah, I don't want to spend a, a, an ounce of time around them because no. an ounce of time is not a real <laughs> measurement of time, but... Yeah, I don't I don't want to be around them. Right. Like I don't wish them any harm, but I just don't I don't want to be in their presence. Right. And that's okay cuz that's just me being real and yeah. I don't want to sit in their presence and be fake and pretend I like it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm sure there are people that feel the same way about like us and me. That's okay. And that's I'm, I'm fine. Okay with that. Yeah, I am too. Mm-hmm. Like that's where when you get into that place, you're okay with it. Like I'm okay. I used to be hardcore. Like I I felt so bad if somebody didn't like me. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, they don't like me. What did I do? What did I say? Oh, ah. did you ever stop though and think if you really liked that person that didn't like you? I do now. Isn't that crazy? Sometimes we're like, (laughs) they don't like me. And then you're like, I don't really like them either. And that's okay. I didn't as much back then because I was more like thinking about, oh, I was putting like guilt on myself for what did I do that they didn't like me? Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, well, if they, yeah, now I do. Yeah. Now I'm like, well, I don't think really about who's like not liking me either. Yeah. Like, why do I care if they don't like me? Because mm-hmm. like, what's, what are the, like the memes that go around? Like you don't pay my bills. So I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, and, and hard, hard things come with being who you are because a lot of times you have to disagree with people. Yeah. Which, by the way, it's okay That's to disagree fine. with people. Yeah. Sometimes you have to set boundaries when you're being really oh, who yeah. you are. Yeah. Because sometimes when you start to be who you are, you start to have to set boundaries with those people you don't like or toxic people. Yeah. And there's a lot of work that comes along with that. And it's it's not just perfect and freeing and wonderful. Sometimes it's it's hard. Yeah. But 
it's also what's best for you. And and a lot of times it kind of goes back to that kind versus nice thing. Setting a boundary with a toxic person is the best thing for them. Right. Because if they can't continue to mow over you with their toxicity, they they might take a step back and say, wait a minute, I'm not having the same relationship with this person or I'm not doing this. And I think that in the long run, even though it may be hard on the front end, putting in that hard work really helps everybody involved. Well, you know, you've been talking about nice versus kind Mm -hmm. and how that plays into authenticity. Okay, so we have to remember, too, being kind to other people is great, Mm -hmm. but we also have to be kind to ourselves. And a lot of times setting boundaries, we do that because we're kind to ourselves Mm -hmm. because a toxic person, like you said, they'll mow over you. Mm -hmm. A toxic person will bring you heartache. They'll bring you pain. They'll bring you... um, What's the opposite of peace? <laughs> Christy. <laughs> Christy. You know, I can't I, sometimes. Yeah, I what just was the word you words. were trying to think of the other day? Um, it was a really I thought word. you were trying to explain like a concept and it was like the word terrain. Yeah. yeah. You're trying to explain yeah. like terrain. Exactly. It was just the word terrain. Yeah. That's all it was. I mean, there's a lot of words for not peace, but like turmoil you know or like yes, yeah, exactly. stress. I mean, there's all kinds of things. Like that, they'll, they'll totally steal your peace is mm-hmm. basically what I'm trying to say. Right. Like, so being kind, we have to be kind to others, but we also have to be kind to ourselves. Yeah. Because a lot of times we're trying to be nice to everyone. Mm-hmm. And we're being terrible to ourselves. Like we're yeah. being so untrue to ourselves. We're mistreating ourselves. And I mean, you can't, you're not going to be the person that you should be and help anybody else or do anything good for the world if you're not kind to yourself. Yeah. And if anybody, just a side note, if anybody has a problem understanding if someone's toxic, set a boundary with them. You'll find out real quick because the exactly toxic right. people are the only people that have problems with boundaries. I That's have right. learned that the hard way. Mm-hmm. But you know, you may think, oh, well, I don't really know. Is this person toxic? Go ahead and set a boundary and stop doing something that you're doing that you think is a healthy boundary for you. Because the only people that want to pull down those boundaries and that are really going to pitch a fit, that's it. Ding, ding, ding. That's your toxic person. I felt that one deep in my soul. (laughs) (laughs) That is truth, sister. I mean, you know, and we want toxic people to become healthy people too. Right. But again, setting that boundary will help them get there. And it may not, but I hope, I mean, I hope it does. Right. Either way, like you said, you're being kind to yourself and protecting yourself. Well, why do we have like law enforcement? Because we have these people that run around breaking rules and that are toxic and do all these Mm -hmm. bad things. So we have to have law enforcement to set these boundaries for these people. Mm -hmm. Because if we didn't have law enforcement, murderers would keep murdering Mm -hmm. like people who break the law and steal would keep stealing Mm -hmm. so like you know us as individuals setting those boundaries are the same thing just on a different level yeah you have to understand with those types of people that just because they're that way doesn't make it okay for them to intrude upon your peace and your happiness right like i'm sorry you haven't arrived there yet yeah but that doesn't give you the right to, like you said, if you're if you're not doing something right, there's a law in place, there's a boundary, there's there's a reason you got to stop that. Right, right. 
So yeah, that's, that's a huge one for me is, is to keep my peace is to have those boundaries and to understand where, where I need the line at. Well, and I feel like the more you learn to live in your authenticity, Mm -hmm. the, the, the more you protect your peace. Oh yeah. And the more important your peace becomes to you. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I, I mean, I, I firmly believe like if it steals your peace, it's totally not worth it. And you're mm-hmm. not in alignment and you're not where you need to be if you're in turmoil the whole time and your peace is not anywhere to be found. Like you need to step back. And like you said, with social media, like if something is really bothering and destroying your peace, then you need to step back and reexamine the situation and kind of refocus. Mm-hmm.